What's happening, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Final Score Podcast, uh, second one here in 2023. And on this week's episode, we'll talk to uh, Brunswick boys soccer coach Sean Baker and uh, the star of the Railroaders' uh, second consecutive state championship, Logan Malone. Uh, two goals, uh, two game-winning goals in the state finals for Logan, so we'll ask him what it was like uh, to, to really achieve that dream feat of, of scoring not once but twice uh, to, to win uh, state finals. Uh, so I look forward to talking to those guys uh, in, in just a second. Uh, but my colleague here at the Frederick News Post, Alexander Daisy, joins me now, as, as he does uh, every uh, single week. And we actually have some stuff to talk about uh, uh, this week. We're not just uh, we're not we're not vamping for twenty minutes. We're not just <laughs> babbling on about uh, holiday <laughs> travels and travails and uh, stuff like that. So, uh, do, do you think Logan Malone will ever have to buy a drink uh, in, in 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 Brunswick it, uh, after after scoring two game winning goals in the state final? I mean, he shouldn't have to. But um, I mean, he's not of age yet. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll so. clarify. He, he'll be twenty-one in a few years. But right, he shouldn't have to once he's once he, once he's able to. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's already a Brunswick sports living legend at, at, at the ripe old age of. I think he's probably seventeen. 17 yeah. yeah. Um. So so yeah. So look forward to talking to Logan about that. But uh, like I said, we have some stuff to talk about. You you uh, covered. Um, uh, the the great uh, girls game, the Battle of Unbeaten's, uh, uh, Ligonor and Urbana. We've been talking about them quite a bit here on the podcast, and uh, Ligonor prevails on a buzzer beater. Yeah, or it was it was effectively a buzzer beater. It was about four or five, you know, about five seconds left in the game, and Urbana didn't have any timeouts. They just you know tried to they just tried to you know push it up the court for a desperation shot that went nowhere. But yeah, I mean, Trini Lindblade, she hit four threes in this game. Uh, all from, by my estimation, about 25 to 30 feet. Who do you think um, she is? Steph Curry? I know, or? right? And this this last one was her was the one that she was closest on. It was, again, probably about 25 feet. But still, I mean, they were down two, 19 seconds left. She went up the court, to, or took the ball up the court. Uh, the play was for her to, 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 to try to go for two or try to just get a two. Uh, but she didn't see the shot, so she just pulled up and – just switched switched to three very calmly. Looked like she she hits those every day. And I mean, again, like I said, probably you know it'll be an early early game of the year contender for sure. Um, and you know these two teams will, I mean, easily are the top, easily the two best you know girls teams in in the county. Uh, they rematch in, in in about a month. So I think I believe it's the second week of February. Um, this was a no but, hesitation three, like 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 no trepidation. No, uh, she, I mean she, she was she, she just sort of you know calmly carried up the court, was just dribbling for a little bit, and then saw she didn't have anything else, so she just sort of pulled up and shot it. And you know, given that she'd you know she she hit two insanely deep ones in the first quarter, and then when Lingnor was you know was was mounting a comeback in the fourth, you know you know their little comeback in the fourth, uh, she hit another one that was you know not quite as deep as those first two, but. Still pretty far back there. It seemed like pretty much anything she was chucking up was going to go in. Well, was this a defensive failure by Urbana? Not no, the, not, not really. Not, I mean, they, the... they were they were man they were man uh, man up the entire time, and um, you know it was, it, and I mean, and for a while, and for a while, they you know it was working. I mean, they they pulled ahead, you know, in the last you know the last few seconds of the first half, and you know pretty much maintained a small you know you know a small lead for most of the rest of the game. 
Um, and they were, you know, they were at least like, you know, holding, you know, holding kind of Linganor steady. Like they weren't, you, you know, they weren't really letting them, you know, letting them bounce back too much. And, and I mean, again, they were, they were up, they were up on this possession and they, they manned up, manned up perfectly well, but just a better shot. <laughs> Uh, well, was this a nip and tuck game back uh, close throughout? Or? Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a brief brief point in like partway through the third quarter where Urbana Urbana got up uh, ten for a few seconds, and that was the point where I was like, all right, maybe yeah, this was, is Urbana's experience starting to you know, you know starting to 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 take over. But to Lingor's credit, they they held him. I think after that, they held him to three points the rest of the third quarter and just sort of slowly. Slowly, you you know, clawed within a possession, and then it just was the fourth quarter was just back and forth, back and forth until you know Lingenor tied Lingenor tied it. I think twice. I think there was even a point where they briefly went ahead for again like like about ten or fifteen seconds, um, only to fall only to fall behind again by four. They they get a, they get a big clutch two with about thirty about thirty seconds left, and then you know Trini Trini hit the shot. So. I mean, obviously, they're two great teams. Yeah. They've separated themselves from, from the rest of the pack in the county. Yeah. Uh, would it be a coin flip every time they play, do you, do you think? or? Um, I mean, at, at, at this point, I mean, granted, this is my first time seeing both of them, but at this point, yeah. I mean, I'd say it's basically a coin flip. Okay, um, so, so there's not a lot of separation. No. I mean, obviously, there's not on the scoreboard, right. and, there, and there wasn't in this game, uh, but, but if they – if like when they rematch and if they played again and um i mean just would it would it be that close every time i wonder i i feel like the answer is yes um you know i guess i guess like you know there there could you know you know obviously it, it could be possible that one of them has just a particularly like particularly off night and it, and it ends up being not necessarily a blowout but a, a more comfortable victory but it, it just just with how again with how evenly matched they are and how evenly matched this game was it you know, it seems like it seems like the type of the the type of game where every time they play, it's gonna come down to the wire, or it's gonna be like a one possession game. Um, you, you know, something, some something, something, something that you know people people something that will get people excited, will get people you know coming out to coming out to watch, and you know again probably. I mean, we'll probably be the two girls basketball games of the year, which we kind of, you know, which we kind of thought at the beginning of the year, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's nice when a game lives up to the hype, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we expected it to be a good game, and, and it was, and and yeah, I mean, to have a girl that could could knock down a huge shot like that, like what, and sort of the ice water in in the in the veins, not not scared to take it. I mean, that, that that's a real asset, mm-hmm. so. Um, on, on the boys' side, there's not really as much of a mystery as, as to our best team. Uh, the, the Frederick boys uh, uh, remain undefeated, uh, have been a step or two ahead of everyone uh, all season long. But um, Oakdale's uh, coming around a little bit. I mean, they're, they're getting their team together and up to speed after the extended run uh, dur- during the football season. And uh, they're, they're not a flashy team. Uh, they, 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 don't, they don't score a ton of points. Uh, um, as, as they've demonstrated, as they've demonstrated in recent games, but, but, but they know how to win, uh, the, the, uh, the reigning state champs, uh, uh, a number of players back, uh, uh, from that squad and, 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 and they play defense, uh, and, and that's been their calling card more so than, than usual. I think their two winning scores this week were 43 and, um, 42 points, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Uh, but one of those wins was over Walkersville, which had been, uh, 
really what looked like the second best team. They, they, they played Frederick within uh, single digits uh, early earlier in the season, season opener, as a matter of fact. So, uh, so that was a big win for Oakdale over Walkersville this week. Yeah, I mean, and again, it sort of shows maybe that you know, obviously Frederick's the clear-cut favorite, but that that second tier is going to be pretty crowded with you know Oakdale, Walkersville, TJ, um, TJ, TJ gets uh, Frederick in the the first of the first of the two city games on a. Uh, on Friday, which I'll, which I'll be at. So that'll be interesting to see sort of how they measure up. But, you know, those teams, Linganore, obviously, because Linganore, Linganore be, has beaten TJ and Oakdale. Um, yeah, I mean, the teams behind Frederick are all beating each other, right, it seems. Yeah. So, so it's kind of hard to sort it out. Yeah, no? and it's it's a, it's like one of those cases where if you could just put a big, like, like all these teams are tied, to, <laughs> effectively tied for, you know, second place. And, I mean, then you've also got Urbana, who's 6-2, and two, though. You know, they haven't they haven't had any true you know truly big challenge yet so we'll, you know we'll kind of have to see when they you know when they get to like a, you know when they get to playing frederick when they get yeah. to playing tj um walkersville uh they're probably one game against walkersville um but you but, know it's it, it, there's at least you know probably five teams you know maybe middletown i think might be a step behind that group but they they're another team that's having a decent decent start to their year and could even could even get in the mix as a you know, you know, pulling an upset or two. My my, my gut feeling yeah. is that Walkersville is the second best. Team. Yeah, I, I'd say pro- if if I had to like go with my gut, it's either them or TJ. Um, and again, I think I believe they play. I believe they play at the end of the month. Um, so you know that that'll probably really you know be the game to sort of hash you know hash that out. And I mean, uh, you know, hey, if if TJ also you know you know pulls and pulls an upset that we're not expecting, you know, a Frederick. Um, it, it, on Friday in the city right. game, then maybe then that also shakes things up. But right, but but um, but Walkersville, I mean, they have a convincing win over Ligonier to start right. the season. They played Frederick tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they, uh, they could have beaten Oakdale. It was a defensive battle. Right. Uh, another shot or two falls. I mean, they they played fairly well, yeah. all things considered. Another shot or two falls, and 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 they went beat Oakdale. And then there's no doubt that they're they're seven and one, and clearly the second best team. But the thing that also separates Walkersville is their two, their, their right. two big guys, uh, uh, Kenny Johnson and uh, Shea Awule. Uh, I, I'm, I know I'm mispronouncing that, but but uh, but Shea really had a great game against um, Oakdale in the second half. So so and and then Jaden Hansen, who who only scored six points against Oakdale, didn't really play a great game. Um, and they and they still were within a possession or, or shot or two. Uh, away from either tying or winning that game. So uh, Oakdale, I mean, excuse me, Walkersville to me is, is probably the second best team with, with their bigs and uh, Shaden. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, everyone's been beating each other so far. So, so we'll see how, how it um, shakes out. So also had an interesting wrestling match this week. Uh, a couple of them actually is uh, uh, Leg- uh, Leganor uh, had a surprisingly easy win over uh, Urbana. I think it was fifty-two to fourteen. I, I would have expected that score to be closer. Um, and uh, Middletown, I, I think, affirmed itself is, is is the team to beat in the county this year on on, on the on the wrestling scene with with their somewhat comfortable win over Brunswick. Brunswick, the, the Brunswick's key wrestlers came through and in, in, in one matches to to keep it interesting. But but Middletown was easily a step or two ahead with, with, with their with their top wrestlers, but, um, but Brunswick, uh, they have, they have a nice team, uh, three champs, uh, in the Francis Scott, uh, key tournament. Um, and, and, and coach, uh, Scott Tillis said that they have a really good team. Um, <clears throat> they should have a really good team next season with, with a bunch of youth quality youth wrestlers coming into the program. So, 
Uh, but uh, Middletown and Ligador with, with, with two big wrestling wins. And I, I think they match up sometime uh, within this month. So, so, so that'll be probably the match of the year on, 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 the, <clears throat> on the wrestling duel front uh, in the county. So, Alexander, thank you, sir. And when we come back, we'll talk um, uh, state soccer finals and state soccer heroics with uh, Brunswick soccer coach uh, Sean Baker and, and, and the star of the show for the Railroaders, Logan Malone. Stay with us here on The Final Score. We are back here on The Final Score, and back in November, the Brunswick boys soccer team won its second consecutive state championship. In overtime again against Falston High School, uh, the hero once again was uh, Logan Malone. And uh, Logan and his coach, Sean Baker, uh, join me in the studio right now. Welcome, fellas. Uh, we, we give everyone their due, and uh, I'm glad we were able to give you guys your due, even though it is a little late here and after the new year. So welcome. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. Uh, Logan, I imagine you're somewhat of a legend around Brunswick these days with two game-winning goals in, in, in the state final. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. But, you know, the it's talked about for a while. But after like a month, it's not really talked about well, much. Well, you're telling me it's already been forgotten already or what? No. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't like talking about it too much. Don't like bragging about it, you know. Well, I mean, what 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 is the feeling like? And did you ever think lightning would strike twice? It, it happening in back to back years. Well, before the second game, I, I knew there was always like a chance it could happen again. But I thought there was no way, right? But here we are. It happened again. It's pretty crazy. I mean, what what was the feeling like? Uh. Right after it happened, I was just shocked because obviously I thought it was not happening again. Like, if we did go into overtime, there's no way, way there's no way it would have been me again. But yeah, it's just I was shocked. What? I mean, I'm gonna ask you the unanswerable question: How, how do you compare the the two goals? Is it, is it like picking between friends or kids or siblings or family members or? Yeah, it's hard to pick between the two, but I feel like. The first one was more memorable to me because it was obviously the first time we won states, and it's like a different feeling. Like they were both great feelings, but they were both different feelings, you know. So, so, so uh, how how are they different? So the first one was more like just accomplishment. Like I felt accomplished for like me and my team, and like we were able to make it to states and win states in such a way that we did. And the second time was just, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just unreal to me that it was able to be done twice. So, so the first game was 2-1. to one. You guys beat Falston in overtime. The second one was 3-2. to two. So the second game was a little more high scoring. But even when the second game went into overtime, did you, did you feel that just a little thought in the back of your mind that, that this could happen again? Um, I thought it was going to go into penalties, but... Will went up the side, and I knew he was going to do something with it, so I was just ready for it, and luckily we were able to score. Well, what, what kind of street cred does uh, Logan have in Brunswick? Is, is, is he ever going to have to buy a drink uh, in, in town, Sean? Or, or, uh, tell me about the legend of Logan when, Malone. When he's 21, he probably won't have to. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, he finishes the third time, uh, third all-time leading goal scorer at Brunswick, and... 
he capped it off with two really big goals. Um, as somebody that's been around the program for as long as I have, I mean, my oldest brother played in the early 2000s, and I've just been around the program for a long time. And <clears throat> obviously going back-to-back -back is something that no team at Brunswick has done. Um, but the fact that he can go around and say that he scored both goals in the, the state final and overtime in back-to-back -back years is, is incredible. I mean, winning, winning states is hard. Oh. I mean, and then the odds reduced of you scoring the game-winning goal. I mean, like, is this like lightning in a bottle type type stuff? Or, like, like what, what were the odds of this happening twice? <laughs> I still have no words. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to do. It's hard to do one time. Um, you know, many people, many coaches, many players go their entire careers without even making a state championship or making a, a state tournament and uh Re refresh my memory how far did you guys go when you were playing at brunswick we never made it out of the region okay so yeah we um yeah obviously as somebody that's never made a state tournament to now seeing this this group of seniors be able to do it back to back years and obviously the juniors and sophomores that were part of it and you know even the seniors last year and the freshmen this year that were were part of it it's it's an unbelievable experience and I mean, we knew at the beginning of the year that we had another opportunity to make a deep run, um, but you never know what, what's going to happen. I mean, anything can happen in, in 80 minutes. Um, but it's just wild to, to look back and, and think about it. I mean, both games went into overtime. We played Faustin both years, Logan scoring with his right foot. Both, ga uh, both game-winning goals, it, it's <laughs> what, what, what was the better goal, the first one and the second one, in terms of just striking and skill? and, and I think dip, the first dip, one. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that through ball that Cameron played um, to him to run onto it was phenomenal. And just the way that he, he tucked it away is incredible. I mean, I had a really good view as soon as it came off his foot and the keeper dove down and went by him. I knew it was going in. I didn't even see the ball going to the back of the goal. Um, this year <clears> – <throat> You know, like he said, Will made a run down the side with the ball, and he just made a nice run into the middle. Ball got deflected back to Will. He tried to cross it in. Ball deflected back across. So their keeper tried to react to the first one. So as soon as the ball came, Logan had to kind of stick his foot out, get to it, and, and put it in the back of the net. But I, I think the difficulty of the first one was harder. Right. Do you know Andrew Wanger at all? From Brunswick? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Andrew pitched to mm – -hmm. Uh, complete game shutouts in, in in the state final. So, well, Logan's right in, right in that class now, right? Logan and Andrew should go hang out all the time. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. special. <laughs> Two Brunswick, a legend. Yeah, and they're not even uh, twenty. Gosh, they're not even twenty. Are they twenty five yet? Is Andrew's not twenty five yet? I think Andrew graduated. 2016 maybe so okay. he's probably around that age okay right so not even 30 yet and, yeah. and, and, and they're already legends logan when you scored the second one did you sort of get the slow motion movie type of treatment is, is, is yeah. that sort of is that sort of what it felt like yeah it definitely felt like a movie and when i got up because i was on the ground after i shot it i got up and i i couldn't even like i couldn't really see everything was going in slow motion everyone was yelling it was it was crazy right did you grow up dreaming of scoring goals in, in the state final when you started to play soccer? Yeah, I think everyone in their backyard, they're saying, like, last 10 seconds, game-winning goal. I think everybody does it as a kid, and it's crazy actually doing it. Yeah, I mean, how does the reality compare to, to the dream, I guess, is the obvious question. Um, 
it's more than you'd expect the feeling it's just it feels great yeah what 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 made this team such a strong team and capable of winning two in a row logan i think it was just our bond and our connection because we've been playing since we were six years old and we've just grew together and i think that's what really helped us yeah how, how many how many seniors were on the team 13 13 seniors okay yeah. so so this is a crew that, that had been playing yeah uh did, did any seniors did all the seniors start or were there some non-seniors in the starting there were some, lineup? Okay. some non-seniors yeah. in the okay lineup, all right. but, but the but, core group of them were starters yeah but you guys have been playing together since kids did, did you talk as kids as winning state titles or um or did you, you just assume that's something you would always want to do yeah we've always looked forward to playing for brunswick and going far in states so i think actually doing it was really great for us as a group yeah how, how would you answer that question john what, what made this a special team a special group i think kind of what logan said um you know this group has been playing together since they were six years old and I kind of had the similar experience with the group that I went through. Obviously, we didn't have the same type of success that they have had. Um, but it's special to be able to do it with a group that you've been with for an extended period of time, the team chemistry, the team camaraderie. Um, you know, they were always together through the ups and the downs. And, you know, obviously we, we had the success that we did, but in every season there's ups and downs. And for them to be able to, to fight through that and do it together was, was huge. Um, the senior class – Seven of them were brought up as freshmen. Um, a couple of them, including Logan, started as a freshman. A couple of them came off the bench and, and played. And <clears throat> just having that experience as freshmen and sophomores going into the their junior and senior years really, I think, put them a, ahead of the, the game a little bit. Um, you know, they were coming in as, as juniors when, you know, most people are starting out on varsity as a junior. They've had two years of experience. Um, so they were they've been there. And um, they just used all the experience and, and chemistry that they had together to keep doing that. And they're just a hardworking group. You know, they, they worked hard every day. Um, us as a coaching staff, we really challenged them on a daily basis. And the fact that they were able to, to get through it and do it together and, and do it with a smile on their face, it, it was awesome to see. Are, are you a better coach or a better player? I'm definitely a more successful coach. Um, what do you what do you enjoy more? I do miss playing. I miss the feeling of playing. I miss the feeling of scoring goals. Um, but honestly, the, there's nothing like what happened the last two years. Um, as a coach, being a part of it, at the end, after Logan scored both those goals, just seeing the team celebrate and the, the feeling of accomplishment that we saw with them, it, it was just – something special um you know the coaching staff that we have are all really close to me um you know half the the players on the team I taught at the elementary school so it was just honestly a really cool experience to see the the you know players on the team grow from the time they were in third fourth grade until now and then getting to have that experience with the coaching staff at Brunswick um I would say I probably enjoy coaching more from that aspect. Yeah, it's sort of a pinch me moment for you too, because you're you're leading your alma mater, you're coaching your alma mater to, to state titles, right? Yeah, it's special. I, I really don't have any words for it. I you know I I try to explain it, but I really can't. I mean, it's special. Um, anytime I look back on it, I smile. I I watch the goals hundreds of times. I, I 
you know, I, I sent that goal that Logan sent to people, you know, throughout the year. Just like, wow, we, we did this, and now I can, you know, send two goals. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, why do you think you've had so much success as a coach so far? Um, I mean, I, I put a lot of work into it. Um, but I will say the, the coaching staff, um, the players that we've had come through Brunswick, um, the youth program that leads into Brunswick PVYA, they have a lot of good coaches. We have a lot of good players that, you know, obviously, like what Logan was saying, play together for an extended period of time, which really helps them get, you know, to the level they need to by the time they get to high school. Um, and then just the, the coaches that we've had at Brunswick over the last 10 years since I started coaching. I mean, getting to, to spend a year with Coach Lescalite, um, in 2014 was phenomenal. Obviously, he had a lot of success as a coach, and, and I got to play for him um, in JV basketball. And then uh, one of my best friends who is currently an assistant collegiate coach out in Montana, uh, coached with me for five years. We played together at Frostburg. Um, and then with, with Kenny and, and Matt coming in, I mean, I've had a relationship with them since I was <clears throat> in elementary middle school. Um I would just say all of it, you know, all the experiences that I've had um, has allowed me to, you know, give the experience that I had to the kids. What makes Coach Baker such a good coach, Logan? Um, I think he's just fun to be around because, you know, some coaches take it super seriously and they can't joke around every now and then. But, like, there's times when you joke around and times when you're serious, and I think he does a good job knowing when each one is necessary. Speaking of keeping the mood light, explain the wrestling championship belt to me. You guys do a wrestling championship uh, yeah, belt? Man yeah. of the match belt. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever's Sean thinks the man of the match is gets the belt and gets a picture. What, 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 with the belt. So, so, so the man of the match. Is... So that was actually something that uh, Kenny brought. Um, <clears throat> he did it with his team at Hood when he was the head coach at Hood. And – there, I think we brought it in your sophomore year during the COVID season. Yeah. I think um, so. You know, we were just looking for a little bit of extra motivation to bring in, in training sessions and, you know, just something for the kids to have after the game. Obviously, the kids like to, their pictures to be taken and, and put on the, you know, Instagram page that we have for the soccer team. But um, it was just more to bring a little bit of motivation to practice. Um, they bought into it. You know, obviously, at the end of every game, everybody wants a belt. But it was – Really cool this year because there were times where, you know, kids would come off the field, oh, I think he deserves it, he deserves it, he deserves it. So it got to a point to where, like, you know, obviously everyone on the team wanted to win it, but it was like they wanted to share it too. Yeah. I, I imagine Logan got the belt uh, uh, after the last one. or So the last two years, I think we were a little bit too excited to give the belt. Um, <laughs> well, you, you forgot to award the you, – you got the trophy. You, yeah. You, you forgot to award the yeah. belt too? Yeah. Logan, do you feel, uh, do you feel shortchanged uh, there that you didn't get the belt? He's uh, one of yeah. us. <laughs> you strike me as the guy that doesn't care about wearing a wrestling belt, right? No. The, the trophies aren't – super important to me they're great to win but at the end of the day i'm just happy to play and play with my friends and stuff yeah uh who are who are the guys uh aside from um logan sean that really made, made your team go this season would you say i mean too many too many to name probably uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah honestly um you know we had 19 with us the whole year um and then we brought up some of the jv guys at the end of the year 
it's really hard to, to say. I mean, we had five make first team all, all you know, Frederick News Post, so we can start with them, but, you know, everyone. I mean, you have your, your players that, you know, score a whole bunch of goals like Logan did. You have players like Finn who keep shutouts and, and make, you know, game – game-winning saves throughout the the entire game. Yeah, I, I um, wanted to add, let, let's stop there because I want to ask you about Finn because the, to win a state title, you have to have a goalie with nerves of steel too, right? <laughs> he's unreal. Yeah, I, there's really no way to explain it. He's unreal. Um, last year uh, in the state championship, he made 11 saves and one that was point blank that, you know, really, really kept us in it. This year he made um, another point blank save um, in the second half. It was a one on one. It was a foot save. So to have a keeper that comes up big for it, it's the same thing as scoring a goal. You know, you you have a keeper that saves a breakaway or saves a really nice shot. That's the same thing as scoring a goal. Keeps you in the game. Um, so having somebody like that, um, having a guy behind your back line that is as vocal as Finn is, he keeps everything organized. Um, he was a very big part of our success over the last two years as well. Yeah. How, how nervous were you, um, Logan, going into overtime? And how nervous might you have been had, had it gone to penalties like you, like you thought it might? Um, I think if we went to penalties, I think we would have had that. We'd practice every day at the end of practice penalties. So I think we would have had a good chance if we went there. But overtime, I was a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. Um because I feel like they really wanted it. So I was worried to see if our team wanted it even more. Did you guys like that you were playing Falston again? Because they're out for revenge. I mean, you're, you're the team they want to beat the most and stuff like that. Did you like that it was Falston again? I mean, some ways it's okay. Some ways I would have wanted to play someone else. But I think it was a good way to end my career at Brunswick. Who would have taken the last PK? Would it have been you, or who who, who takes them in practice? Um, that's not up to me. That's up to Sean. But is it, is, is it a rotating cast of characters there, Sean, or do you, do you have a set five that always go in the same order, or do you mix it up? Um, I mean, we definitely had a top five. Um, I generally make sure the top two are in the top three, um, taking it to make sure that. They take it. I'm not going to save the the best for last because sometimes a fifth shooter doesn't get to go. Um, but we definitely had a top five. Um, and you have to make sure they're on the field too, Yes, right? you do. Right. So that's part of it. Um, but to be honest, I knew we weren't going to overtime or going to penalties. Well, I, I just I had it. Why is that? Why is that? We were there last year, and we had success doing it last year. And they were a little down. Uh, you know, we gave up a goal with three minutes and 13 seconds left. Um, and they were a little down on it. But we were there. You know, we, we did it last year. We controlled the majority of the game. I think Falson did a nice job in the second half at doing what they needed to do to get back into the game. Um, but I just had this feeling that we were going to get a goal. You well, know, last year I thought we were going to end up going to penalties. But this year I, I just I had that feeling that we weren't going to go that far. Well, was there some comfort in the fact that it was Falston again, a team you were familiar with? I wouldn't say comfort. Um, we knew that they were a strong team. Um, they had two really strong forwards 
that we knew if we limited their touches and could, could shut them down, we knew we'd be able to give ourselves a chance. Um, honestly, looking at scores and stuff throughout this state throughout the year, kind of knew that Falston was probably going to be a team that we would see again. Uh, wasn't really sure you know, at what level of the state tournament it was going to be, but we kind of figured that that was a team that we were going to need to see again. And honestly, I just thought it was a really neat situation uh, to draw them again. Um, you know, they're a strong team. They obviously wanted to, to play us again and, and try to get that revenge from, from last year. Um, but, I, I, you know. <laughs> uh, did you guys go to PKs this year? No, you, you didn't. You didn't have one. You did. So you had your PK plan, but you never well, got we, to implement it. So we went to the Mountain Ridge Shootout, and at the end of the games, it's a okay. you know, preseason tournament. Okay. At the the end of each game, we go through a shootout. Okay. Um, so, so so you did get to practice it a little bit. Yeah. In, so, in, in a game situation. So what we did there is we we let the the five go, and then if any of them missed, I just rotated somebody in who was probably like six or seven on the list to see where they were at. Um, but we did do a lot in practice. Um, you know, the first week before our first game, we had everybody taking them. And then for the rest of the uh, postseason, we had, like, top 15 of guys that we wanted to, to see. Um, but we, we kind of had it narrowed down to to five guys going into that game just in case. Did, did you mix up your PKs as a player, or did you always go to the same spot? Um, I am a big – component of doing the same thing every single time okay so yeah. logan do you do the same thing every time on pks or yeah. do, you, do you mix it up i have the same run up and i hit the same spot every time yeah. right we're not we're not going to give away your secrets here yeah. guys but isn't the best pk one that's right down the middle i mean you you you, you figure the keeper is going to move uh one, one way i make the them other, take right? it again if they do that at practice you, 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 why, why why is that unacceptable i just i don't like it right too nervy for me i never would but Right, you know, you got to give credit to people when they do it. Sean, you would just you you are the guy like I would pick to go down the middle because you could just blast the ball and and the keeper probably would want to move uh, out of the way of your. That's PK. uh, that's actually the one time when I took shots that I didn't try to hit the ball as hard as I could. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? You you put some fin- mm. finesse in your uh, PKs. I did. Well, why is that? Just a little more careful, or just a um... you know a placement? I feel like a well placed penalty is going to beat a goalkeeper every time. Okay. So. Well, Logan, what is your uh, soccer uh, future now? Um, I plan on going to Frostburg and playing there for four years. You're gonna play at Frostburg, okay? Yeah. yeah. What would you like about Frostburg and in, in their in their program? Uh, well, I love the school. I'm going there for exercise science. They've got a great program there. And obviously, I've got connections there with Sean. And I think I could offer a lot playing there. Are, are you going to play? I imagine you'll play over the summer and stuff. Uh, uh, Coach Baker played for FC Frederick. Might might be that an option uh, for you as well? Or um, don't know yet? Or um uh. I don't really know what I'm doing over the summer yet. I'll definitely go to like the conditionings and stuff, but other than that, I'm not really sure. When when do you do it, uh, Frostburg? Uh, like like when do you really start getting into it uh, for Frostburg soccer season? You know, I don't actually know the answer to that question. Some, some, sometime over the summer, yeah. obviously, yeah. 
It's right. generally early August. Right. Uh, what about the rest of the team? How many kids? How many of the 13 seniors do you have going on to play in college, Sean? So far, uh, Will committed to Lebanon Valley. Okay. Um, the last time I talked with Ricky, he was between um, Catholic and Stevenson. Yeah. Um, I know Cameron is talking to a few schools. So we, I would say like four or five of them are going to go play at the well, next well, level. Was Finn, was he a senior? Or? Finn was a senior, um, but he is actually looking at some bigger schools. So depending on what school he goes to, we're going to look to see if we can get him a walk-on tryout because honestly he – is phenomenal, and if he wants to play at the next level, he definitely has the ability to. But I know, um, talking with him, his his biggest concern right now is his academics and making sure he stays up on top of that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, uh, when when you're scoring on Finn in practice, Logan, you did you take some pride because you know how good a keeper uh, he is. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely good practice because I know he's one of the best. So I know I'm getting a good good run in when I'm shooting against him. Right. I mean, your your biggest memories are easy to pick, obviously, with with the two goals to win yeah. the state final. But what what are what are some other memories you have of playing Brunswick high school soccer? I I think it's got to be the celebrations after the games and just the fun practices. Yeah. Uh, what what will you remember about this group, Sean? Just the culture that they set. I mean, I think the legacy that they left behind, obviously, with the success that they've had in their four years, obviously, the last two years. I mean, that's going to be there for forever. Um, you know, we'll walk down the hallways leading into the gym. Um, we're working on getting big pictures for the teams up. Um, you know, obviously, the, the state championship trophies are there. Um, the, the years that they won are going to be on the banner. So I just think the legacy that they left um, is going to be passed down. So I think it's honestly the, the – Obviously, the success that they had is something that I'm going to remember, but I, I will say just the camaraderie, the, the chemistry that they had, the amount of enjoyment that they had um, just being at practice and, and games with each other. Um, they were an in, inseparable group, you know, there. And it wasn't just like clicks. I, I've had groups before where you'd walk down and it was three kids are over here talking, three kids are over here talking, three kids are over here. I mean, they were a group. And I, I, I really think that's the biggest thing that I'm going to remember from them. What will you miss the most about playing with this group of guys, Logan? I think just being around them. I love being around them because they're the funniest people I know and I, I'm going to miss them. Well, you got some jokesters and stuff on the team and stuff? Or, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> every, every good team has a couple of jokesters, right? Quite a few. So. <laughs> Uh, how about how about the future of the the program, Sean? I mean, <clears throat> replacing thirteen seniors is not an easy task for any coach. Just uh, sort of, I, mean, I know it's January here, and the season doesn't start until September. But can you provide us with a bit of a snapshot right now for what next season might look like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously we're going to look a lot different. Um, anytime you lose that amount of seniors, the uh, the faces of the program changes. But kind of you know what I was talking about with my last uh, comment is. The legacy that they left behind, I, I think that's going to trickle down with the juniors, uh, sophomores, and freshmen coming up. Um, but similar to the group that they had, um, we have a lot of guys playing club right now. Um, the kids that aren't playing club are, are getting together and playing indoor um, down the road in Germantown throughout the winter and looking to do a spring season. So, I, I you know, I think we're going to be talented again. Um you know, we're going to be younger next year. We're on, we only have three returning juniors. Um, 
So the the team that we're going to have next year, it's going to be very similar for the next two years. Um, and I will say, I mean, that, our, that's what you want, right? Yeah. You want you want a group that plays together for yeah, a number of a- years. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and our JV team went undefeated. Um, so we have a lot of a lot of guys coming up. And, and honestly, we, we had some players on the JV team that probably any other year would have been up playing varsity. But when you have a, a big group of seniors where the majority of them start and play, it's hard to, to get them that playing time that they need to grow as a player. So I. We're excited for next year as a coaching staff. I mean, again, we're going to look different. We're, you know, filling 13 spots and seven starting roles. But the guys that are replacing the, the senior group either played, started at the varsity level this year or started at the JV level and had a lot of success. Brunswick's always been known as a baseball town. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you guys are sort of making it a soccer town now, right? We're trying to catch them. They got six. We have five. Oh wow! So you're only one behind, yeah. and and the girls don't. The, the girls set a pretty high bar too. I mean, what, yeah, what, 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 with their runs uh, at the states in, in in recent years, they've they've had a great run as well. Um, you know, Derek does a really nice job with their program, and and they're very similar to where we're at. Um, you know, they have a big senior class leaving, but they have a big sophomore, big freshman class with a lot of club players that are coming back as well, and. I really think between the two teams, it's been cool. Um, hey, could you guys ride the bus and stuff together, right? No, we just oh. we, we, we share a practice field, so we see each other every day. We talk to each other. The teams are all really close. It, it's all pretty much one big friend group, which is pretty cool. How, how competitive is it, Logan, between you and the, you and the, the girls? Um, there's, always, there's always a rumor going around that we'll eventually play each other, but unfortunately really? it, that it, never it, happened. It, it, it hasn't happened yet? Yeah. So... so if they finished better than you, would they have let you hear the end of it? Or oh no, no, no. <laughs> well, guys, uh, happy new year! Uh, congratulations! Uh, glad we were able to make this work. Uh, Brunswick boys soccer, back to back state champions. The, the living legend uh, Logan Malone. Uh, he, he probably won't have to buy a drink in town. And and their uh, successful young coach uh, Sean Baker. Guys, thanks for coming in. Um, we really appreciate it. Thanks for having Thank us. You. All right, that'll do it for us this week here on The Final Score. Thanks to Graham Cullen for producing, Alexander Dacey for coming on a little earlier and talking Frederick County sports. And uh, happy to uh, be going strong uh, here in the new year, and we'll be back next week with another uh, episode. So stay with us, and have a great week, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.